BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irving Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. Good morning, Millennials. Welcome back to the Morning Toast. Happy Thursday. We have officially made it to the latter half of the week. Yeah. Yeah. Latter half. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Latter half of the week vibes, guys. Latter motherfucking half of the week vibes. What a special time of week. Once again, we have absolutely no choice but to acknowledge the space that we're currently in. And we are currently on the latter half of the week. We've got the Fearless album coming out tonight at midnight. Good things are ahead. Everyone rejoice. Rejoice. Thursdays are the day where we do acknowledge the space that we're in gladly yeah because there's so much in front of us we go willingly into the acknowledgement right as opposed to the times when the space is quite negative like a tuesday that really just like feels like it should be a friday you know 100 <laughs> percent um we have a great show for you guys today one because it's thursday two because theo's here and three because we're just like living on this high of putting together probably the most epic mukbang that like the the internet youtube the youtubers are fucking quaking in their studios yeah it's true. We filmed our mukbang finally yesterday. Krispy Kreme slash Beverly Hills Cafe taste test. Um, it will be going live today. It is ready for you. It'll be up at patreon.com slash morning toast. You can watch us wolf down some sweet treats. And really like so many of the sweet treats from our past. We're just bringing back kind of all these memories for me. Yeah. And you'll you'll watch us go down memory lane. I personally found the mukbang stressful. experience quite stressful. Um it was really crazy. We had so many sweets yesterday that I, I actually really felt it later in the day. Like I was so tired and like you, you'll watch in the video, we definitely achieve a sugar high. For sure. And then <laughs> like later in the day, I was really coming down off the sugar high and I'm like, I understand how sweets are just so not good for you. Oh, I didn't really experience that. I just experienced like this eternal high of just like being full on donuts. And I had the best time with the mukbang. Like having to be, being forced to eat sweet treats for your job, like... Okay, I will be girl with a job any day. Yeah, no, I went to Live Method afterwards, and I was like, I just had, like, I was like, I'm sorry, I ate a donut I had to for work. Yeah. No, it's like, wasn't lying. It's not our fault that, like, our job is just, like, so demanding of us. So rigorous. So rigorous. So demanding. So exhausting. It actually, it was, that was exhausting. It was really fun, and it'll be up on our Patreon, so make sure to look out for that, and tons of new content coming at you this month. Yes, definitely, and in May. And in May. If you, you'll get it when you watch the video. Yeah, a little Patreon inside joke. LOL. But beyond that, we have an amazing show for you guys today. The Real Housewives of New Jersey was on last night and things got weird. So we are definitely going to be discussing that in addition to all the things happening on the earth last night. Yes. Um, lots of earth news, you know, like lots people, of earthy news. People just like doing stuff, making news, making waves. Yeah. And I think we should we should get into it. Other than that, I had another busy day yesterday. Nothing much, nothing much to report. 
Anything by you? Yeah, actually, I got home from our mukbang studio session, and I plopped myself on the couch, and I wanted to just, like, watch something, and I just, like, didn't care, so I just put something on. And when I opened Netflix, Legally Blonde was, like, right up there, so I'm like, perfect. I haven't seen it in full in so long, and it really is a feel-good movie. It's not one of those movies where everything goes wrong. Like, it's really, like, an empowering movie, and I guess I haven't seen it in so long that I had a kind of, like, a new perspective on it, Um, because, like, as a... As a kid, I remember watching and just being like, Elle is everything of the sort. And of course, I still have that takeaway. But now as an adult, I really realized like how much of a role model Elle Woods was. Mm -hmm. Like, because she was like this girl who was just like literally the definition of everything of the sort. She was so cute, so beautiful and really smart. Like she really just when she put her mind to something, she just she achieved it. But she was also like so nice. Like I feel like that's like a forgotten quality of Elle Woods. Like Vivian was the mean girl. Like Elle was always nice to everyone. And you don't always associate like the cool girl who like wears all pink as like being the nice girl. But Elle was just breaking down barriers. And I feel like it's a really good movie for young women to watch. I totally agree. It was just so and also hysterical. Like I was just laughing, laughing, laughing. Yeah. It's the an ammonium flagothlite. Yeah. Like just so good. And so many stars. Linda Cardellini, Chutney. Yeah. The role of a lifetime. Mm-hmm. I thought it was you walking through the front door. So good. Such Don't good stop times. your little lassies and Prada shoes Brooke on me, Brooke Wyndham Burke. Okay, literally. Okay, thank you for bringing that up. Because her name was Brooke Wyndham. And literally when I was thinking, I'm like, why is that Bronwyn Wyndham Burke on my screen? Like, yeah. the names were so familiar and they like kind of look alike. It was such a weird coincidence. I'm so glad you brought that up. Yeah, hysterical. Hysterical. Well, I'm glad you enjoyed yourself. Uh, just a little update from me. Screw sisterhood. <laughs> Never. Um, I've, I've made a decision that I'm going to go on my wellness retreat. And now I'm, just, now I'm just sussing out the right Which retreat location? For me. But I've come, I've made, the, gone on the personal journey. And I want to just thank everyone for their support. The Toasters have been so supportive, so encouraging. And so many people like reach out being like, I did like a similar this experience one. when I was, no, not even the program, but like I decided to like go on a trip by myself and it was the best thing I ever did. So I'm going to take a chance on me. I'm going to do it and I will keep you all posted. Um, on the journey. On the journey. Fabulous. But that also means you have like three days of toast that you need to film without me. That's fine. Okay. Um, just once again, like putting the business on my back. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> LOL. Um, okay. So now that like we're updated with the with the crew. Yeah. Right? Anything else we need I, to share? I don't think so. I mean, you guys just saw us yesterday. No. And the day before. I know. It's like hard. Before. As the week goes on. Less and happens. like I have less will to live. It's harder for me to like keep these updates so long because like towards the end of the week, like I literally stare at the ceiling at I, night. Like today I do nothing. was the same as yesterday. Yes, pretty much. Except new outfit. New outfit, new mukbang, and we have a great weekend ahead of us. So I think like without further ado, do 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 do. Where are you? Her name is Velma or Thelma. I still forget. Um, it doesn't matter at this point. You know, you can like tell we're so fatigued. Like yesterday, we're like, without further ado, do, 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 do. where are you? Well, I actually had like a traumatizing night of sleep. Mm. So like I'm feeling not super well rested. I went to bed so early. I was so proud of myself. And sometime in the middle of my sleep, I felt someone standing over me. And you know that feeling like you feel someone looking at you? Sure. Was someone looking at you? And I literally woke up in a fright, like screamed at the top of my lungs. Ben was on my side because I have a water bottle on my side and he was thirsty and he didn't have one on his nightstand. So I couldn't go back to sleep after that. Like I was so shook up. Like the feeling of waking up to someone over you. That's so weird. He could have gone to the kitchen. No. And also like, okay, yeah. If you're getting up, like go to the kitchen, get your own water. Second of all, if you're going to take my water, take it. Don't drink it over me. That's true. Because now that I think about it, there have been like a few times where I've walked around to Zach's side because that's where I know I left my water. And I just take it back to my side. Like a normal person. Like a normal person. That's really sick. He owes you an apology. No, I know. And like literally he texted 
text me this morning, like the sun was shining. I'm like, you literally traumatized me last night. Like it was such a horrible feeling and I just couldn't shake it. So like I was up for a little bit. Now I'm feeling kind of tired, but what else is new? Even if I had gotten 12 hours of sleep, I would still be tired. So totally. But at least you have good reason. Yeah. And now I have a story to like like fill. Ben owes you. Big time. Sleep. Big time. Okay. Without further ado, do, do, do. Here are the fast five stories that you need to know before you wake up and take a bite out of your morning toast. (laughs) And today's episode is brought to you by Stamps.com. Let's face it, taking trips to the post office is probably not how you want to spend your time. That's why I recommend mailing and shipping online at Stamps.com. Stamps.com allows you to mail and ship anytime, anywhere, right from your computer. Send letters, ship packages, and pay a lot less with discounted rates from USPS, UPS, and more. Stamps.com has saved businesses thousands of hours and tons of money, because with Stamps.com, you get the services of the post office and UPS all at once, plus big discounts on mailing and shipping rates. Simply use your computer to print official U.S. postage 24-7 for any letter, any package, any class of mail, anywhere you want to send. Once your mail is ready, just schedule a pickup or drop it off. It's that simple. And with Stamps.com, you get discounts up to 40% off post office rates and up to 62% off UPS shipping rates. Not to mention, Stamps.com is a fraction of the cost of those expensive postage meters. Stamps.com is a no-brainer, saving you time and money. It's no wonder nearly 1 million small businesses already use Stamps.com. So stop wasting your time going to the post office and go to stamps.com instead. There's no risk, and with promo code TOAST, you can get a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus free postage and a digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. Just go to stamps.com, click on the microphone at the top of the homepage, and type in TOAST. That's stamps.com, promo code TOAST, stamps.com. Never go to the post office again. Now that's something. Now that's a promise. Worth keeping. Oof. Okay, first story, we've got some Kardashian news. One, first up, a follow-up from a story we reported on this week. Khloe Kardashian is breaking her silence, talking body image struggles after unwanted photo saga. So if you listened to earlier episodes of The Toast, you know that the Kardashian team was trying to get this photo of Khloe taken off of the internet. And they did a somewhat successful job. Yeah, I for, only for saw the internet. it, I guess, like on Reddit or one yeah. of those channels. Um, and she posted on Instagram last night a number of videos of herself and she even went live yeah. showing off her physique. She said, hey guys, this is me and my body unretouched and unfiltered. She said the photo that was posted this week is beautiful, but as someone who has struggled with body image her whole life, when someone takes a photo of you that isn't flattering in bad lighting or doesn't capture your body the way it is after working so hard to get it to this point and then shares it to the world, you should ev- have every right to ask for it not to be shared regardless of who you are. She talks about for those else who feel the constant pressure of not ever feeling perfect enough, I want you to know I see you and I understand you. Every day I'm told by my family and friends who love me that I am beautiful, but I know that it needs to be believed from within. Just do you and make sure your heart is happy. She also talks about how, you know, she's worked so hard to achieve this physique and for ev- years she was referred to as like the ugly sister, the fat sister. Right. She must not have the same dad as them. Right. So like she got all of that criticism. She worked really hard on her body and her image to, you know, s- sort of buck back at those critiques and now everyone said she paid for it it's surgery like so she's damned if she does she's damned if she doesn't and she's basically telling everyone to to fuck fuck off off. yeah and I totally um endorse that message because it's very clear to me that all of the Kardashian girls Kim and Chloe I feel like come to mind most specifically have really kind of been like burned by the media and like how people critique them especially like when Kim was pregnant and it's obvious that they they talk about their weight a lot they talk about diet dieting a lot like it's like obviously something that's like kind of scarred them so they just like do what they can 
to be happy with themselves and like be able to live with themselves and the fact that like all these people are like dying that they got like an unretouched photo of chloe like oh our suspicions are true like she really doesn't look like that like it's just annoying because and she said exactly what what she said is exactly true like regardless of who you are like if there's a photo of you that you don't like like you should have every right to not want to share it yeah and it sucks that like on the platform that she's on like the second it gets posted it lives forever in perpetuity but that sucks it does suck. Especially and for someone who's clearly struggling, like yeah. with body image. She's like, she's clearly a victim of this culture that's like so obsessed with being skinny. Yeah. I feel bad for her. I feel bad for her too. Um, I just wish like everyone would fuck off. Like just leave when, her alone. You know what I mean? Like it's, it, it must be so loud and deafening, this sort of criticism, because they get criticism about everything that they do and they find a way to just move on and tune it out. But like it is probably deafening for her that it actually affects the way she sees herself. Yeah, I mean, I think anyone knows, if you've ever, like, had someone say something about your body in a negative way, like, you know how damaging that is, even if it's just one time. So imagine that on a scale of millions and millions and millions. Like, it's not, it's not normal, it's not healthy, and of course it's gonna, like, start to chip away at you. Even the strongest person can't withstand that many people, like, telling you you're fat and ugly. Like, it's so traumatizing, so... And then we get mad at Chloe for not being perfect with like how she edits her photos. But we fucking destroyed her. So like leave her alone. Like it's so stupid and it's so unhealthy. And like a lot of the people who are commenting who are like fucking women like being like, do better, Chloe. You fucking do better, Karen. Okay, leave her alone. You know what? If you want to morph yourself into literally looking like a cartoon, I empower you that to do so. That is your right It's to your do right so. to do so. Like everyone just needs to leave everyone alone and stop like criticizing them. Okay, maybe if you were Chloe, you would handle it differently. But, like, you don't know what it's like to be in that position and for years have people just be, like, criticizing you so hard and, like, you're you're fat, you're ugly, and then you get skinny. You're too skinny. Oh, your body's fake. You're morphing your photos. You're Photoshop. You're a cartoon. Like, it's it's like you can't win. So just, like, fuck off. Everyone just lay off. Like, I didn't even care that she that photo got posted. I didn't care that she looked different. Like, I just don't care. Yeah. Like, live your life. I'll see you in person one day. And I'll figure it out myself. Like, I don't fucking care. I do hope that this whole saga puts to bed for once and for all. Like, this whole narrative of, like, Chloe's new face. And every time she posts a picture, it's like, who is that? It's like, it's Chloe with her favorite filter on it. Move on. Yeah. Like, I am just no one to talk. Like, I filter the fuck out of my photos. And I really feel empowered by it. So, some people don't. Then don't do it. Then don't do it. Then don't do it. But, but like, don't you yuck don't, my yums. 110%. Yeah. Also, a little Kardashian news. Andy Cohen announced yesterday that he will be hosting a Keeping Up with the Kardashians reunion on E! He said, we're doing a Keeping Up reunion covering all 20 seasons, hosted by me, Andy Cohen. Get ready. So the whole family will be there. Chris, Kim, Chloe, Courtney, Kylie, Kendall, and Scott. No, no Rob. Rob. And no Caitlyn. And no Caitlyn. Because Caitlyn was like a huge part of the show for a while. Yeah, I feel like... The fact that Scott, well, Scott is a huge, huge part of the show, like main character, but because he's, he's the only one who shows up to film because he's in it. It's like, oh, the absence of Rob is glaring. The absence of yeah. everybody else is glaring, but he has to be in it because he is the show. But if it was just the girls, you wouldn't be like, who's not there? Yeah. Oh, right. Of course. I'm glad Kylie's going to be there, even though like I don't know what she could possibly contribute, even though they are going over like the all 20 years. So like probably what it was like to like go to school and then like have cameras in your house, even before you were like famous. Um... I think this is great. I love that Andy's hosting it. I did think their announcement was incredibly bizarre, like, with the fake FaceTime. Like, why didn't they just actually FaceTime? Like, it was just, like, the, like the most janky-ass video. Yeah, they could have done, like, a, a six-way FaceTime. I agree. I'm sure it was, like, someone's, like, social media idea because, like, that video of them FaceTiming had gone viral, and so they just injected themselves. They were, like, viral plus announcement. Yeah, it was weird. 
yeah it was beneath them in my opinion both andy and the kardashians but regardless i will definitely be tuning into this like love a reunion style show for the kardashians we never get that but um i i'm feeling like a little lackluster about this because i do feel like we've gotten some we haven't had an andy hosted reunion and if andy does what he does best like it could be so full of bombshells but we get a lot of specials from them, like Kim's birthday special. They always do like a Christmas special where they like rewatch old footage and like laugh about it. And it's mm-hmm. like really scripted and like unnecessary. Yeah. And so if that's what they plan on doing, I'm good on that. No, I feel like Andy's involvement automatically like elevates it to an actual like substantial reunion with like good shit in it. Okay, but like what what would you want to hear him ask them? Just like going over maybe some of like the most iconic fights and like who fe- and I think he did a good job when he interviewed them for for real I only saw a few minutes of the clip but he like was asking tough questions and like Courtney started going on this rant about how her and Kylie both feel like they've both been given such bad edits on the show like and Andy was like but you edit the show so like he did get into the weeds on like things that they've never spoken about and things that I found to be really interesting how does so, Kylie get a bad edit when she's, she's not on the show not on the show no right so like I just feel like Andy will ask the pertinent questions like I think Andy being on it automatically gives it like Stamp, stamp of approval for me. I agree. And I I'm agree definitely going to watch and it. I'm going but to... they do do a bunch of like bullshit specials for sure. Right. And so I'm just, I'm a little nervous that it's going to be a bullshit special. But I'm going to go in with open mind and an open heart and love to see my girls on the screen. I have faith in Andy Cohen. I really do. I don't think he would attach himself to something like trivial. I agree with that. Because his name carries a lot of weight in the reunion realm. Space. Yes. yes. I wonder how it's going to be set up. Like, is it going to be three and three? I don't know. Who would you put on each couch? It would be Chris, Kim, not in no particular order. No, no, but you have to do the order too. So Chris and Kim can't sit on the same couch because I think they would both be closest to Andy. Yeah, I so guess. I think it would be Kim, Chloe, Scott, Kylie, Kendall, Courtney, Chris, Courtney, Kendall, Kylie, whatever. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think they're going to sit in couch position because it honestly like for us like we know what it means you know what I mean and I don't think they'll do that so much maybe it'll just be like a round table discussion or something yeah or like all the girls on the couch and then Andy over yeah here. whatever either way exciting they didn't say when it's dropping no but or sure where probably on a at the end of the season oh yeah which is on tonight Addison it? Ray oh it's on tonight Addison Ray do you Mom's think they filmed friend. it already um no because he's soliciting questions now Got it. Oh, I love soliciting questions because the audience is shady as fuck. And yes, the Addison Rae of it all. I cannot wait. Yeah, it looks so good. I hope it is as good as it looks. Me too. It never is, but... Are you ready for our next story? Yes, me. Taylor Swift and Sophie Turner are talking about her new bop. Sophie Turner posted on her Instagram story. Taylor Swift's new song, Mr. Perfectly Fine, which is from the Fearless Vault. She said, it's not not a bop. And then Taylor replied saying, forever bending the knee for the Queen of the North. Okay, so for me, like, this is huge because I think pretty much everyone knows, like, a song that comes out of the vault from the Fearless era, like, is about Joe Jonas. Like, we woke up and we decided to hate Joe Jonas again. Like, that's where we're at as a a fandom, even though, like, we have moved past it. But I think the fact that Sophie posted about it, like, I, I had thought this before. I figured that Taylor probably called Joe and Sophie and was like, I have this song, like, it is about Joe, but, like, we're so old now, like, does it even matter? And I think that he probably... Him and Sophie probably gave her permission to release it. And then this was like a coordinated PR thing to be like, we're all okay. Like, there's nothing going on here. Taylor responded. Sophie posted. Like, it's all good. It just happens to be about her boyfriend from when she was 16. And like, we're such different people than we were when we were 16. Like, it doesn't even count, you know? Yeah. It was definitely like a coordinated moment. Yeah, they definitely preempted any sort of 
chatter because that's not what I would have ever thought. And I wouldn't, if she puts out a song 15 years later, I wouldn't be like, she's hung up on Joe Jonas. No, she's not. And she definitely like rewrote parts of it. Like at at some point, a song just becomes a song. It's no longer like a memory. Yeah. But I guess they are covering all their bases. They don't want any sort of drama because it seems like everybody's friends. And now she says, sends his baby's presence. And right. And when she posted that the song was out, she did an Instagram story like me in 2021, like writing songs about fictional stories, minding my own business to avoid drama. Taylor's song from 2008, Screaming from the Vault, let me out. So like she's acknowledging that like it's really not about that. So and for the most part, like nobody's coming for Joe Jonas being like, you are Mr. Perfectly Fine. Like no, <laughs> no one's doing that. Like, thank God. So it seems like we've all found peace, which is great. Alexa, play peace by Taylor Swift, you know? Yeah. Um, but the song is so good. Like that's exactly what I was hoping for from the vault. You All Over Me is good too, but it's not really like a bop, you know? This is like a Bop and a half. Mm-hmm. And it's and really good. The album comes out tonight. Are you excited? Are you staying up? How are you celebrating? The thing is, it's like, I know every word to every song on Fearless. Like, I don't really need to stay but up. There's more vault tracks. There's more vault tracks. There's the Keith Urban collab, which is fucking crazy. And I'm curious to see, like, what kind of changes she makes. Like, I literally want to go over, like, listen to the album with, like, the lyrics in my hand just to see, like, the different changes. Because I have a call and I just want to put it out in the universe, like, just in case it comes true. And I said it to Margot. So she has, like, proof that I said it. And you're going to put more proof now. Yeah. So there's evidentiary this- support. Evidentiary support. Habeas corpus. So there is a song, That's the Way I Loved You, and it's so good. And there's a line in the second verse that goes, um, he's, wait. Is, he's, is That's the Way the, I Loved You already a song? Yes. That's the way I loved you. Breaking down and coming undone. It's a roller coaster kind of rush. And I never knew I could feel that much. And that's the way I loved you. It's one of the best ones, in my opinion. Sickening, stunning, the love down. So in this whole song is basically about how, like, she has this boyfriend. Like, he's great, he's fine. But, like, he's not, you know, screaming and fighting and kissing in the rain. And it's 2 2 a.m. And I'm cursing cursing your name. name, She misses, like, the drama of it all. But in the verses, she's, like, describing him. And in one of the verses, she says... He's close with my mother and talks business with my father. Mm -hmm. And I just feel like new era, like feminist Taylor is going to be like, he's close with my father and talks business with my mother. Because like Andrea Swift, first of all, like literally runs Taylor's like and co. She's like truly a businesswoman. And I just feel like she's going to make that change. And I just wanted to put it out there just in case. I feel like it's like a possibility. It's a really good call. Right. And I feel like if she doesn't, then she'll watch this and be like, fuck, I should have done that. I'm doing another album. <laughs> yeah, right. Like Taylor's um, version times two. And you, this was just totally. I swear to God, like I was just listening to see it. a whisper of nope, it. Nope, nope, nope. Like I was just thinking that's such like a kind of like provincial. Is that the right word? Like provincial. Antiquated. antiquated. Yeah, no, but provincial is an interesting word. It's just like an antiquated song lyric. And when Taylor was writing like country music in the early 2000s, like that was a perfectly fine lyric. But now it's, and it's like. I mean, it's still perfectly fine, but I think it that, is. that she would rather switch it up. And, like, that's the message she wants to put out there. And it's true. Like, her mom really does, like, run her whole company. Like, her mom is literally, like, CEO of Taylor Swift Incorporated. So I just think that it's one of my ideas that I'm putting out there. Also, I meant to mention this. I watched Mary Queen of Scots and Joe Alwyn is in it. Yes. And I didn't, like, I was looking at a man on the screen. I was like, Who do you play? A, he plays Lord Dunley. Um, 
And I was looking at the screen. I was like, that's a handsome man. And then later I was looking at the cast and it said Joe Alwyn. I was like, who's Joe Alwyn in this? I'm like, he's a handsome man. And that was the first time I've ever really watched something with him in it. I know. He's only in like really fancy British movies. Like The Favorite. Uh Like I've never seen him actually act in anything. But now like my rabbit hole has converged with Joe Alwyn's catalog. This isn't the last time you're going to see Joe Alwyn because you are now living in his world. Um, I entered Joe Alwyn's world. (laughs) And so it just made me really excited. That is exciting. I've never seen him on screen, like, ever. Mm-hmm. You might not recognize him. He had brown hair in the movie. Oh. And he was just looking really cute. Oh, my God. Brown hair. Yeah. No, it really worked for him. Ooh. Um, but so back to this. Phyllis comes out tonight. Like, I really am so, 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 so excited. I'm so happy she didn't start with the debut album. Because while it's good, like, this is better. And I'm just, like, living for it. Yeah. I agree. Okay, are you ready for our next story? Yes. Some exciting documentary news. Netflix buys Kanye West docuseries 21 years in the making for a reported $30 million. This doc has been in the work since before the birth of Yeezy. I agree because it's literally going to be a series. They have years worth of footage. Everything over the last 20 years, they have... um, Stuff from, like, his mom's passing, stuff with Kim. Like, literally 20 years of his career on footage. And we also have known that, like, he films himself. Right, we know that from the Taylor Swift gate. This is, like gonna be sickening. It's gonna be, like, seasons. And it's it's gonna be, like, a show. It's gonna be Yeezy season seasons. Literally. But it's gonna be a show. But it's a reality show. But in the past. No, I know. And, like, honestly... I just thought 30 million wasn't a lot, just given what Netflix has paid for some other things. Like, I, like kind of my frame of reference is always like Jerry Seinfeld's got paid $60 million for like a one hour comedy special, which is so absurd. Yeah, but um, Insider told Variety that it's not an accurate figure. So it's, oh. it's up for discussion. Oh, okay, okay, okay. It's I thought not it was confirmed. like for sure. I saw no. it at 30 million everywhere. It's not confirmed. Okay. Says one insider. Got it. Well, I'm curious like if Kim will be involved in any way. Like, will she have a say in how she's portrayed? Kim has always protected Kanye when it came to the E! show. So, like, I wonder if I'll have the same kind of respect for her. Well, he's not involved in the production, but he has given the producers his implied consent for them to move forward with the project by granting him them access to his life. But he's not, like, cutting and pasting. Interesting. Yeah, which I think will probably... I be mean, best. I, I would go for either, but that way it, it will be what it is. Yeah. Okay, well, I will definitely be watching that, and that's very exciting. Like... Good for Netflix because honestly, it's been a while since they had something like buzzworthy. Like, yeah, like I could really like live without my Netflix account. Like that's where I'm at now. Mm-hmm. I feel you. Except they had Brokeback Mountain earlier in the week, and I really enjoyed that movie. Yeah, but I'm sure I could have got it somewhere else. I'm sure. Are you ready for our next story, which is some good news that is so fucking cute and sweet? Good news that is so fucking cute and sweet. Fuck yeah. Shaq, have you seen this? Of course. Shaq surprised a young, hardworking kid by paying for his engagement ring at an Atlanta jewelry store when he overheard him put it on layaway. So the video was, the moment was caught on camera where the generous moment Shaq hands his credit card to a Zales store clerk to purchase the ring was posted to Instagram on a fan page on Tuesday and quickly went viral. In the Instagram post, Shaq can be seen shaking the stranger's hand and patting him on the back as he covers the cost for the ring. Do you know how much it was? No. After it was posted, Shaq addressed the clip on TNT Tuesday and said he just happened to be shopping for hoop earrings at the Atlanta jewelry store when he overheard the stranger who he described as a young hardworking guy asking to make a layaway payment on the ring when he decided to step in. So I said, tell your girlfriend I got it. I'll take care of it. Shaq did not disclose the price tag but said the amount was not much for him. 
At oh first, the stranger resisted, but he told him not to worry. He does it all the time. I'm just trying to make people smile. That's all. So apparently Shaq does this all the time. Like when he's out and about. Randomly he's just paying like, for stuff. Random acts of kindness, paying for stuff for people. Oh my people. God, I love that. And it's literally the sweetest story. The only thing is like in the time this video went viral... Like, I don't think the guy had a chance to propose. <sighs> so, <laughs> but like, I think like if I'm his girlfriend, like, I, I don't, don't care. care. Yeah. But just like the surprise is spoiled. That's oh all. my God. That's such a good Unless call. like the guy ran home and did it I, immediately. But no, knowing. that's not how it works. No, no. But maybe he knew like the video was taken. It was going to make its way around. So he had to. Do it fast. Get down to it. Literally. Honestly, Shaq is probably one of my favorite type of celebrities for a multitude of reasons. One, because I just love people who are like generous. And of course, like generous in, you know, writing big checks to fancy charities, but also like boots on the ground, just like helping people out, paying for groceries. Like I love that. Tyler Perry does that a lot too. Like I just love that. Mm -hmm. I love Shaq because he also um, probably does the most endorsements of any celebrity I've ever seen in my entire life. But it doesn't become annoying. Like his commercials are hilarious for Carnival Cruises and the general insurance. Like he's so funny. And then three, like he's really good at his job. Like he is hysterical. Ben he's is always watching. DJ. Right, that's the other thing. Like he follows his passions. He's a fucking great DJ. He follows his passions. But he's also so funny on that show. What is it? NBA TNT? TNT Tuesday. TNT on NBA? Something like T -N -N. that. TNN? Right, that's what it is. Uh, ben watches it all the time, and he's honestly hysterical. And like, I don't even know what he's talking about, but I'm like, he is great. So honestly, five stars for Shaq in all the celebrity categories. Like, he checks every box for me. Totally, and this story just warms the heart. It seriously does. It does. It's such a sweet thing to do, like, to pay for someone's engagement ring. Yeah, it's just such a big expense for so many people. Their burden and add to their simcha. Yeah, no, it's it's really such a mitzvah. Mm -hmm. I'm really like in love with Shaq. He's he's a mensch. Does Shaq have a girlfriend? I don't know. Could be her. Could be me. Could be you. Are you ready for our fifth and final story? A little biz news? A little fifth and final story. A little biz news. Yeah, of course. Of it's course. some serious biz. Twitter held discussions for a $4 billion takeover of Clubhouse. Mm, think about it. Twitter held talks in recent months to acquire Clubhouse. How the fuck does Twitter have $4 billion? Beats me. The buzzy audio-based social network, according to people familiar with the matter, the companies discussed a potential valuation of roughly $4 billion for Clubhouse. The people said asking not to be identified because the matter is private. Discussions are no longer ongoing, and it's unclear why they stalled, the people added. But interessant that Twitter was interested in Clubhouse and instead, would value it at $4 billion. Instead, they just stole the idea and came up with Twitter voices that absolutely nobody uses. Oh. They have their own like Clubhouse thing it's so unpopular like that's i can't so, even that's so twitter that's so twitter it's, it's corruption ideas <laughs> um <laughs> it is really interesting that clubhouse is valued at four billion dollars but like that's how tech works like you get one person on your platform and suddenly you're a billionaire so like we got into the wrong space mm -hmm. um clubhouse like is popular it's still very niche and it's still in beta like you still have to be invited but i'm so over it like i can't even begin to describe how over clubhouse i am I, I like the idea. I like that it's happening. I, I personally just can't give much of myself to Time. it. Um, and so I'm happy for I'm happy for everyone. I just found it to be like really kind of boring. Yeah. But maybe we were just like being boring and in boring rooms. We're not boring though. That's I know. the thing. And like, we're audio queens. We're audio queens and we're not boring. So like I, I know what we are and I know what we ain't. And we ain't boring. That's true. So even just like all of us, me, you... Margot, Lauren, Elizabeth, like that's, we literally FaceTime all the time, the four of us, and it's exciting as fuck. That's true. So like, 
yeah, something's not connecting for us in our space, but it's connecting for many others. Speaking of Lauren Elizabeth, she just got back on her podcast. She took a little break. She's been releasing like fire fucking content on her YouTube at, out of all cylinders, like YouTube, Instagram, and her podcast, Mood with Lauren Elizabeth. New episodes drop every Wednesday. A new episode came out yesterday. Highly recommend checking it out. Definitely. Um, so should we dive into our TV recap segment? I feel ready. I do. I need to... I need to go back to Tom's River. Yes, to the Jersey Shore. Um, the Real Housewives of New Jersey recap is brought to you by BetterHelp. Is there something interfering with your happiness or preventing you from achieving your goals? Uh, yes, I would say depression, anxiety, uh, just to name a few. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. You can start communicating in under 48 hours. It's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It is professional counseling done securely online. There's a broad range of expertise available, which may not be locally available in many areas. The service is available for clients worldwide. You can log into your account anytime and send a message to your counselor. You'll get timely and thoughtful responses. Plus, you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions so you won't ever have to sit in an, in an uncomfortable waiting room as with traditional therapy. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches so they make it easy and free to change counselors if needed. It's more affordable than traditional offline counseling, and financial aid is available. BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today. You can visit their website and read their testimonials that are posted daily. And if you want to visit betterhelp.com toast, that's better H-E-L-P, you can join the over a million people who have taken charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. In fact, so many people have been using BetterHelp that they are recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states. So today's episode is sponsored by BetterHelp, and Toast listeners can get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash toast that's 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash toast okay it. so let's go back to tom's river we picked up last night's episode at the dinner Mephitsa yeah. dinner my god the two tables like i get that it's covid but it's so stupid oh my it god it was stupid but it also it could only happen on this franchise it worked yeah yeah um and things, like, were just, like, being weird between Joe and Melissa. And, like, honestly, I never expected that, like, from Turn of the events. Jersey franchise. Like, yeah. if there's one certain thing I know, it's, like, Joe and Melissa are solid. And, like, they're not. And they're OTB. But it's, it's tough. But I feel like they've always been really public about their arguments and the things that are sort of bubbling beneath the surface. But the fact that they even open about it, like, means that it's not really cause for concern. The fact that he's like, why are you always working, blah, blah, blah. Like, it's almost just a trope of their marriage. But, like, things just got... Got weird. ...twisted. And they were fighting, excuse me, in front of their house guests, which, like, is so awkward. And then, like, when Joe... When Melissa's in her bedroom, so Jackie and Margaret go to check up on her, and then Joe comes in, and, like, Jackie and Melissa at first, like, don't leave. It's like, th like this is not a group discussion. I know, but I feel like it also shows how genuinely close they all yes. are. And that they have, like, a real friendship, almost like a family, where yeah. you, you don't have to hide from them. Like, you're probably going to wind up telling them about it anyway. So if they Agreed. were to witness it, yes, it is, like, bad if you're doing that in front of other people. But I think it also just spoke to, like, the fact that they really all trust each other, like, as couples. I agree. Uh, it was just, like, not something I would literally ever do, like, even with you guys. Actually, no, I'll do it with you. But of course you would. Yeah, but like, it's just weird. Yeah, no, I think everybody was really uncomfortable. Um, but it also felt like the next day, Joe kind of understood that he was in the wrong and, and was contrite. Yeah. He wasn't like doubling down. So maybe it I was like was just drunk. drunk and emotional. And that was just like the worst side of him coming out. The, like, I mean, it's, it's weird because... Whatever he's like, there's two things. First of all, I think like the walking in front thing is literally insane. the dumbest thing ever. Um, but then also he's now saying that like Melissa's fame. fame is like affecting their relationship, and that's not something as viewers that we would ever really no. see because we're like 
that's like a fourth wall that we can't even begin to understand. So that like, was like a crazy accusation. Yeah, and I, and we're in no place to judge. It. Right, we don't know if it's true. Like, yeah, but that she's was been crazy. famous for a long time. So like, I know. what happened, and also, but then it also is like he's saying in the last year things have been tough, and I think things have been tough for a lot of COVID. couples in the last year. So it's not just that your wife is famous, like. It's a lot. It's that we're all stuck in the house together. Right. She's been famous for almost 10 years now and it never affected your relationship. So I don't think that's what it is. Me too. But let's look at like one of these things is not like the other. And it's the fact that you guys are spending every day together, day in, day out in lockdown. And that's not really healthy great for a relationship. I also felt like when Teresa found out about the fight, like she was literally getting like too excited about it. Like, like she just like you should feel sadness like if your brother and his wife are going through a tough time but she was like no I mean just like my next husband I want to be like just like Joe like really affectionate and really no, it's touchy like she saw last week's episode of the toast and then was like I'm gonna, I'm gonna double right. down gonna on double being down. in love with my brother yeah yeah no nothing that happened in last night's episode made me um question anything that we said no she was just like getting too much joy out of their misery and then like she's in love with her brother like yeah but also it's like she's kind of in like or I don't want to say in love but she really likes to like parade herself in front of like all the of men. the women's husbands it's so inappropriate it's a really annoying trait in a friend Lala Kent when she took her boobs out no it's not the same thing because it, it's like she was in the moment and maybe it was inappropriate in the moment but that's not how she is every single time she sees the husbands but like whenever anyone's man is around she's like in her baby voice whether it's Frank oh, Ben you get, I, no not Ben I keep calling him Ben because he reminds me of Bruce oh Joe you're wearing pineapples for me right she does it with Frank Attack when she like comes down in her little outfit like it's fine with Frank because he's like nobody's husband yeah she's even like that with Evan she's like within her little baby she, it's voice so and it's so disgusting like, it's so inappropriate I could never Hang have out. a friend like that ever it's it's uncomfortable and it's like weird like what are you doing no and like I fully respect and like um have empathy for the fact that like it must be really hard to like be the only single one like even Dolores doesn't have a David around but she has Frank like Teresa is so obviously single and that's tough for sure and like I think they all coddle her a little bit but she takes it a little too far yeah she does it's just like it's a weird it's a weird thing to do and it's not just because you're the only single one like that's not the default no and that doesn't mean you could like be freaky around everyone like talking about how you want your peach eaten like it's disgusting thank you yeah like, thank you yeah and also i'm not realizing that her tagline is like also disgusting people say starting over but i say starting over never tasted so good yeah she keeps talking about getting her like vag eaten so like that must be what it's referencing and right i guess so the vag. i guess so okay. i've been focused on top quality fabrics <laughs> But I think that that's also No, bubbling. I think there's like a hidden meaning. Yeah, it's She's like, like it's, she left us an Easter egg, like Taylor Swift. It's so, yeah, yeah, it's so subtle. So the episode was fine. I feel like the um, memorial for Nono, like hardcore got me like choked the no, fuck I know. up. I know, like, I can't, I couldn't like go, like I was not in the mood to like be so emotional. But yeah. like when it's, when Nono's on the screen, you have no choice but to cry. And when Gia's like just on the screen, like, choking up and then like flashing back to literally like 15 years ago like it is so emotional and like you can't deny how sad it is and like I don't know just like the way they talk about their parents with such respect and such love and like the way they talk about their marriage how like they're up in heaven they're, like they're better together and like they were so in love and I think Joe kind of uses that as like an excuse to like be insane to Melissa but it is really sweet like how much respect and love they have for their parents like up until the end and it's just like it was really sweet. And it was really sweet when Gia said... And it said, was a nice party. When Gia said she was going to say something, I was like, waking up in the morning. Ah! <laughs> thinking 
talking about so many things. Thinking about Monona today. I feel like if if that had been filmed when that had already gone viral, she probably she might be, might have gotten in on the joke. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think she loves it based on her social media. Like Will Smith has been using Cardi, like, B. Cardi B. Like she's a star. She is a star. It must be so cool. So exciting for her. Mm-hmm. I thought the party was like really nice, like a lovely way to honor someone's life. It was beautiful. It was truly a celebration of life. Yeah, but it was a big ass party. It was a big ass party, and they did not make it a big deal but I did notice that they were all taking a shot of Johnny Walker Blue which I guess was known as favorite Margaret Josephs who does not drink took the shot that's so beautiful I thought it was so sweet like I wish they made it like a bigger deal I'm like Margaret are you drinking like she does not drink yeah that's really sweet I know um, the fight between Margaret and Jennifer sort of simmered down, which I'm glad for, but I feel like it's definitely going to come bubbling. back up. It's yeah. bubbling. Yeah. They put it aside for, for no, 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 which was respectful, but like, and also I thought it was actually very, very sweet of, um, Dr. Aiden and Jennifer to get that gift for Melissa and Joe, that painting. It was yeah. really sweet. Yeah. So like there's sides of Jennifer. I like, honestly, it's mostly when she's with Bill mm-hmm. because when he was putting on her shoes, like I was dying. That's so cute. No, They're truly so cute. I know, but her on her own, she's a beast. Like I can't stand her. <laughs> yeah. Also when they were at that restaurant, the like pull up in your boat restaurant, oh, and they that- were just like having a funny day. It's like, these people are genuinely all yes. friends. Like you, you, it, without the cameras, like that's a table you would walk past and they're just like having a great time. Agreed. And that's what makes the show so, so good. good. And the husbands really just add. That's what really makes this franchise stand out more than any other franchise is like they're the most involved. I heard read like a rumor on like a blog that they're literally getting a spinoff. Like that's how interesting they are. But like I don't even want a spinoff. Like I just want them to keep being with the women on the show. And I think that that makes New Jersey like it's so special. Thing. Yeah, so special. It's really true. Like everyone else I think at this point like other cities the cast are friends yep. because like that's what it is but these are people like cameras up cameras down like we're going to the ride shore or die and we're having a great time yeah so they make it really special and I just I literally love them so much and I can't decide like which one I would want to be married to like I think sometimes Evan and then I think sometimes Frank Catania and then sometimes I think Joe and then Not sometimes I think I- Joe no, I was saying Joe Benigno. Oh, okay. No, but sometimes it's Joe Gorga because he's really the the number one guy in this yes, group. Yes, yes. And he is just hysterical and keeps the party going. And so, like, sometimes I'm like Joe Gorga, but then after last night, like, I'm I don't done know. with him. I don't know. I also don't like this narrative that's like starting to bubble up of like the men and women just both like being like, yeah, Joe wears the g string and Margaret wears the pants. Like, it's so disrespectful to talk about someone's marriage like that. And maybe I'm just sensitive because like I ride or die for Margaret so fucking hard. But like, I can just imagine like someone saying that about like my marriage, and it would really offend me and like embarrass me. So like, I just don't like that people are talking about like that. Yeah. But it seems like this group is like so involved in each other's business. Yeah. Maybe it's like natural, but like it just feels very rude to me. No, and also it's very archaic. Like, right. No one would say that if if they thought Joe Benigno was wearing the pants in the relationship. No one would say that. Yeah. They don't say that about Dr. Bill and... Right. So... Jennifer. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. It's, but a lot of, like, the old school Italian is very, like, traditional. Mm-hmm. And that's, like, what the whole fight with Joe and Melissa is. Like, I want you to stay at home and make meatballs while I go to work and provide. Yeah. And then Melissa's like, I have a store now. Like, Times I'm are a star. Changing. And by the way, Melissa said that on our show, and I never forgot it because I thought it was such an interesting take on how, like, a lot of the people who come on Housewives, like, are housewives by definition like they cook they clean they pick up the kids they are caretakers um and then like the show gives them like a sense of 
purpose beyond their families and it gives them like a platform and, and a job and then it, it makes it difficult in a lot of marriages and she had said that and I thought it was such an interesting take now I'm realizing it's because she was speaking from experience yeah no but it definitely it changes the nature of the relationship yeah when you're used to one thing and something else happens but I just but thought by now they would have figured it out yeah yeah and it doesn't always have to be a bad thing but that's why I think there's like more to it than just like the typical you're at envy all the time also yeah. like everyone's working from home what are you referring to what right. red carpets is she going appearances to? And, right so like a year ago, if you had this fight, I would get it. But, like, this year, it just doesn't seem to apply. So that's why I just think there's, like, Something more. brewing. Yeah, something else. Um, but I think I think they're a great couple. I think it's fine. I think it's fine, too. I hope. I love them. They're really, like, the heart and soul of the whole group. Like They are the they, heart and soul. If they got divorced, like, it would be a good show because it would be, like, who's taking whose side, the men, and it's so tangled. But they really are, like, the heartbeat of the show. Like, they are... Everyone's always at their house. Like, they are the center. Yeah. Like as a couple. Jo- yeah. And because, like, Joe gets the guys together. And I feel like all, all those guys are great together. But on their own, like, you know, he's, like, the personality. The ringleader. And Melissa really ties the group together because they would be so divided if she wasn't related to Teresa and they had no choice but to hang out. Yes. So because like, Jackie and Margaret would never. Never hang out with those other women. So. And, well, Dolores is great, too. I, I love Dolores. I, with every episode, she just has, like, moments of just pure gold. When she said, when she was just trying to, like, get Joe Play back Kate. to Earth and was like, this girl's, like, obsessed with you. Like, she dies for you. Like, chill the fuck out. Like, it's not that deep. Like, that was really nice of her to, like, insert herself in. And I love Dolores. And the only time it's frustrating to be a Dolores fan is, like, when she's blindly defending Teresa, which she hasn't done as much this season. But in seasons past, it's been... So frustrating. Yeah, no, she's not doing that this season. She's just staying out of it, which I appreciate as well. Me too, but I do, like, want some of her hot takes. And, like, I feel like she actually has, like, a good, like, moral compass. And I would like for her to insert herself a little bit more. Yeah. Like, what do you think? She's just not that way. No, but I think a lot of the times she doesn't insert herself because if she had to decide who was right, her friends would be wrong. Right. Jennifer and Teresa. So she The two most wrong people. So she stays out of it. But she's, but it works. It works. So tonight is Keeping Up with the Kardashians. We will recap that tomorrow for Friday. Friday. Gotta get down on Friday. We've got to get down. Don't you forget to get down. Look out on our Patreon channel. The vlog will be up anytime this afternoon. And we think you guys are going to love it. So thank you guys so much for listening to The Morning Toast. The Millennial Morning Show where we deliver the past five stories that you need to know every Monday through Friday on YouTube. So if you're watching us on YouTube, please feel free to subscribe and give this video a thumbs up. We're also available as a podcast anywhere podcasts can be found. So that's Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Public Radio, iHeartRadio, CastBox, all the places. So wherever you listen to podcasts, find us. The Morning Toast, leave a five-star review about how beautiful, stunning, and smart we are. Hope you have an amazing Thursday. Stay safe, and we will see you tomorrow. Bye. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.